Hey everybody, this is Bernie, and we are in the first episode of Bernie Talks. This is going to be everything and anything to do with soccer, whether it be youth, pro, uh, just my thoughts, what I like, what I dislike. You may like it, I uh, probably, maybe you won't. So let's get into it. Our first two topics today are going to be the myth and the kind of lies of what Pep Guardiola is all about. And Manchester United, what's wrong with them and what's going right with them. So let's jump right into it. So Pep, since he's came to England, he has been possibly the greatest salesman that there is. Now don't get me wrong, I know he's been successful, but a lot of that had to do with how he has or his people have sold everybody in believing in his sort of myth. Because if you look back, they say he is this genius of the Champions League. Well, let's look at Barcelona. Yeah, he won two Champions Leagues, but how'd he do it? One guy there, Messi. When was the last time he won? What was that, 12 years ago? How has he not done it again? Because of Messi. He went to Bayern Munich, didn't win it. They won it the year before. He's come to City and has failed. Everybody's telling me how he is this guru genius Everybody's fawning over him. The media is going crazy for him. The other clubs just bow down to his every word, except when you see a guy like, uh, say, Klopp, he doesn't bow down to him, or Mourinho, people like that, and he doesn't like them. Everybody else, according to Guardiola, is the greatest manager, greatest team. They love how he, he loves how they play. Everything is great. Because why? They bow down to him. And the media jumps right on board. They, they tell everybody, look at how he plays. That's the way to play. Play it out of the back. Well, guess what? When you're not a team that can play out of the back, but you feel that like if you're not, you're not cool if you don't play it out of the back, you lose. And he loves it. What happens when he doesn't? When a, when a team goes and plays a different way against him? Oh, no, they were just playing long ball. Oh, they were just doing this. Oh, they were just doing that. But if he wins, oh, amazing team. Amazing team. Manager is amazing. Yeah, you beat, you, you beat the team 5 nothing, And then the media, they're telling everybody, oh, they're the greatest team on the face of the planet. They, there's no team that is, but he's redefined it. These pundits are running around like bobbleheads that they're just saying, they're repeating the same thing over and over again like everybody else. They're just telling me how Pep Guardiola is the way to play. This team cannot be beat. Well, if they can't be beat, then why does he keep losing in the Champions League? Again, one word, messy. That's the only reason in my eyes that he's won it. Because if it wasn't for him bailing out Pep all the time, they wouldn't have won. Now, at, at City, he's got, he's got abundance of money, which is, you know, I can't argue with that, but so does a lot of other teams, uh, Liverpool, United, Chelsea. And Pep is doing a lot with, with Manchester City. However... The holy grail that they feel that it's theirs to win is the Champions League, and up until now, he's failed. He's always been the favorite, which I don't understand why, because normally the favorite is a team that's actually won it or uh, looks like they're going to win it, and every time he loses. Yeah, he got to the final, and again, he lost. The, uh, but the, the thing is, is they do not uh, focus in on it. When he loses, they pretend it didn't happen. When he wins, he's the greatest thing ever on the face of the earth that has to do with soccer. 
and then the media goes along with it, and when you argue back, you're looked, like, you're looked at like a crazy person. So unless you agree, you're wrong in the eyes of the media, and you can't go about that way, because now all the media are like uh, pep acolytes. They're these like guys running around, they got their short pants on, their tight shirts, their beards, they're like all like, they're bobbleheads. They're all like, look like one another, they're all talking the same way, and everybody's going on the same thing. Oh, Pep. Oh, Guardiola. Oh, City, De Bruyne. Everybody's amazing. Yeah, they're winning the league. That's perfectly fine. But your next step is the reason supposedly he was brought into the, uh, the, the team to begin with is to win the Champions League. Now, the next part about this is what I want to talk about with him is this whole myth about playing out of the back. Everybody's playing out of the back. If you don't play out of the back, you're a Neanderthal. You don't play at the back, you're just hitting long balls. Well, again, this goes back to he's got a great sales team, it seems, behind him. Everybody has been sold on this thing of you have to play it out of the back. You have to play it out of the back. Well, what about if you're not good enough to play it out of the back? Then you look like a moron just passing it to anybody and then losing it and then scoring. And then if this was five, ten years ago, people would be like, these guys are idiots. They're, 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 they're playing out of the back to nobody, and they're getting scored on. But now it's, well, they're trying to play the right way. Oh, it's the beautiful way of playing. It's the right way of playing. It's the only way of playing. When did this thing happen that when Guardiola says you play it out of the back, it's the only way to play? I, I, I don't understand. It, it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. You don't play it out of the back if it's not there. You don't play it out of the back if you can't play it out of the back. And how about this? What about not playing out of the back? If you don't play out of the back, that's what a team like City and Guardiola don't want you to do. They want you to play exactly like they play. And if you don't play that way, you're wrong. But guess what? Look at teams that beat them. They dare them to push up. So they play it out of the back, and then they don't. They play it over the top of them. And guess what? The team is all over the place. City doesn't know how to defend because they push so far forward that they have such disorganization in the back. As soon as you get past that first line, you're free. But guess what? If you do that, then, then Pep and City come out and say, ah, oh, long ball, long ball. The media goes, oh, yeah, long ball, long ball. And then all of a sudden, you're like almost like guilted into not playing that way. I wish some guys and some teams would have the guts to say, well, you know what? You're wrong. Go home with your tight, short pants, your beards, and we're going to play the way we want to, and you guys can talk amongst yourselves. I think that would be the greatest thing to do. And then tell Pep to stop trying to sell me on something that they don't want to do because you're not always right. And if I don't agree with you, it doesn't mean I'm wrong. You understand what I'm saying? Like this is the, this is the problem with these with these people that they that they just feel like they're all talking amongst one another and they're all great and if you they want to be friends with Pep, oh if you agree with Pep, you're right. Well, let's look at it in a different way. I I'll just take a good example, a game uh last year when United played City, as soon as they got behind them, they were free, two goals, game over, but Pep didn't like that. And you could see that because when he talks about teams, I'll give you an example like uh, Brighton. Brighton is so, so good because Potter plays the way he wants him to play. 
And guess what? Every time he comes to them, they lose. But if it's a team that beats them, doesn't want to hear it. Doesn't compliment them, doesn't want to talk about it. They say, well, it's another team. It doesn't even matter. Well, guess what? That's not the way it goes. And the other team should fight back because this whole myth of Guardiola and the way that he plays is the best way is complete nonsense. We have to start looking at it in a whole different way. And if one person will do it and stick to their guns, I can guarantee you that it'll, that myth will die very, very quickly. Because right now, it's getting a little tiresome to, to see everybody looking the same way, playing the same way, wearing the same gear. Everything is the same, and it's run by the Pied Piper. You know, and then look at, and then, and then the other guys feed into it, these mini peps like uh, Arteta, like Potter, like, uh, off the top of my head, I'm just trying to think of a few others, but all these guys want to be exactly the same. They're wearing the same gear. They're acting the same way. As soon as they're winning, they're running around gesturing like a bunch of morons on the sideline. As soon as they lose, what does Pep do? What does an Arteta do? They go sit down and they look like they're pouting because they're not winning. Well, guess what? When you're not winning is when you should be gesturing. But they're so spoiled that they feel that like, oh, I, 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 this shouldn't be right. This, this isn't the way to go. Well, guess what, guys? That's how it is. And that's why teams should fight back because you want to see them sit down. Sit them down. That's how you want to be. You don't want them to be controlling the sideline. You want them to be pushed to the side. Like, you don't want these mini peps trying to be like Peck because there's already enough of him. You don't want another one of those guys. So, like... Get him to sit down, you've won. But if you let him start mandating and controlling the, uh, the sidelines and how he wants things to be run, that's how they go, then you've lost. you got to definitely fight back and make the myth go away. And so, like, just to finish up everything, I mean, I think, like, you could see that the, uh, that the whole myth of him winning Champions League, if you really think about it, look, look at it. Look at it. Like, nobody looks at it with open eyes. They look at it, oh, he's a genius in the Champions League. The last time he won was like 11 or 12 years ago with Barcelona with arguably the greatest player that's ever played, Lionel Messi. And since then, he's failed. Failed miserably. He, he was at Bayern Munich for three years. They actually got worse than when he went before he got there. He's come to City. Yeah, he's won the league. He's won all these domestic cups. But they tell me he's there to win the Champions League. Hasn't done it. And how he does, how he tries it, his arrogance will continuously get in the way. He won't win it again. So hopefully, uh, you know, you guys will look at him and uh, the whole myth in a different light. And, uh, you know, we can, uh, we can continue this conversation in another, in another show. And uh, hopefully um, we, can keep, we can keep this going on and uh, other people will see what I'm talking about. Now, on to the second subject. Now, full disclaimer, I'm a huge Manchester United fan. So this is near and dear. So there has been the last, whew, since Fergie left in 2013, 2012-2013, um, huge problems with United. And it, it started with Moyes. He came in and just like just dismantled everything, got rid of the whole coaching staff, started showing supposedly videos of other defenders to Rio Ferdinand and uh, Vidic, like this is how you should play, so on and so forth. Brought in Van Hall, made the team. I couldn't, can't even tell you how boring 
it was to watch. Like, just, just beyond boring. And he brought in some other players as well. So now you have two different managers, two different styles, two different styles of players. Then you bring in Mourinho. And when Mourinho came into the league first, he was a fighter. He wanted to take on everybody. But then it seemed at United, it was like he was trying to take on everybody at United, and it was just like constantly fights, and it was just a nasty, nasty time. And then he brought in players, different players, third managers, third different style of players. Then you bring in Solskjaer. Solskjaer at the beginning was a breath of fresh air because it was so bad with Mourinho that he almost brought like a daylight, oh, you brought United back, he scored in 99, you know, the whole thing. And uh, it was great to start with. But what happened at that point then, I feel that he was way too nice. And he started like, just like, especially to like the young English guys, I think he, he, he looked into United like, you know, oh, I gotta like put these guys up on a pedestal because of like past United guys. So now these guys have to be those guys. And then it just started to because What happens when you give too much to a brat, they want more. And when you don't give them more, they retaliate. And that's what it looked like at the very end. It looked like these guys were like, I want more, more, more. And there was no no more to give, and they just kind of said, you know, well, forget you then. So, you know, so then he brought in some more players. So now, to begin with, you have four different managers in the past with four different ideas, with four different types of players. So now you just got this hodgepodge of players, and, you know, there's no, no rhyme or reason to anything. So they're, they're little by little getting weeded out. Like you saw some of the guys going out on loan and this and that. But I feel right now what you have is you have a culture with, I want to say, and I, I don't want to just pick on these guys in particular, but younger players there, the young, like not all of them, but like a core that have been there for a while, but they're still young, that they've been coddled by Solskjaer so much that you have spoiled brats on your hands. And they feel like they are the be-all, end-all to this team. And if they're not involved, then, you know, forget it. Um, like, for like to me, if you look at a guy, say, like Rashford, Maguire, uh, you know, guys like that, that they just feel like they're the main reason this team is what it is. They're united. They're English. That's it. Well, that's what the main problem is. When you look like at a guy like Maguire, is Maguire going to be your next Yap Stam? Is Maguire going to be your next real Ferdinand? No. He thinks that he's this guy who is this smooth player, take the ball down, take it out of the back, dribble forward, pass it. Every time he does that, basically he gets you into the same problem. He dribbles into an area that he gets stuck, nowhere to go, loses it, now he's running back, and to top it off, he's very slow. He has to realize his job is just defend. Win the ball, get it to somebody with skill. That, that, that's it. But he doesn't seem to realize that because I feel for three and a half years, or whatever it is, Solskjaer has made him feel like he is like Franz Beckenbauer, that he is the guy who's going to control the whole situation. He's going to take it all under him. He's the captain, which, by the way, off, off, off the topic a little bit, how he was given the captain, captaincy the minute he came in is beyond me. That should have never happened. 
And if I was Ragnick right now, I would take that away from him and give it to somebody else. So that's, that's, that's a huge issue right now because you got a captain running around thinking he's bigger than he is and he's not as good as he is. And then you got guys, say, like a Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw, give him full credit. He came back from a huge injury. But this guy, he'll have one good game, then be injured for four weeks. Or come in and have a horrendous game, and he looks like he, 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 he's so out of shape. On the other side of it, you have Juan Bissaka. How a guy who is a professional soccer player cannot cross the ball is beyond me. Every time he seems to not know what he's going to do when he gets into a position, and it's always the same position. He gets into a place of attack and then has no clue where to go with it. So you have an issue in the back that way. And thankfully, De Gea has come back and is like playing beyond good. He's making the saves he used to make because if it wasn't for him, that defense was, I wouldn't even want to think about how bad it would be. Then you have, say, the midfield. The midfield, you have the same guys in there for how many years? Fred, McTominay, no offense. They're both very good. They're both great workers, but they're not going to give you that great pass. They want, they, want, they want to get involved, but they should just know their job as well. Be the guy who's going to win the ball, give it to the skill guy. They need that skill guy. In my mind right now, that guy is Jude Bellingham. He's the guy that I think if you stick in there, he'd be a great player for you because uh, a Fred could give the ball to him. Go. Just do one thing. Because if you look at when Fred gets the ball, he tries to do too much, just like McGuire. So now you got two guys in the midfield trying to do too much. They're, pro they're causing the same problems and getting each other's way. You see these guys ahead of the guys like Bruno in that who should be the guys getting the ball and going forward. So if you get a guy like Bellingham, I think you'd be doing, going in the right direction because right now where it's going on is not the right direction. So, and then, you, you want, then the other guys you got out wide. Sancho, give him a pass. He's starting to do well, so, and he just got there, so that's pretty good. On the other side, whether it's a, uh, well, Greenwood's not there anymore. Uh, you know, we won't get into that, but Rashford's out there. That guy, I don't know if he thinks he's the second coming of Ronaldo or what, but the guy is constantly trying to do these cutbacks. He's trying to do these stepovers. He's trying to, never going at players. He's always just kind of stopping, waiting, and then loses it. And I don't know if the look on his face is one of thinking that he doesn't know what he's doing or sheer arrogance. I, it's weird. It could be either way but he's definitely not giving anything that you would want to the team. Uh, then in, you have Bruno. Bruno's doing well, but he needs the help. He needs that guy in the midfield with him because you don't want him running from one end of the field to the other, which he's doing, and then he's, giving, and then he's getting all this like, you know, feedback from the media. Oh, he's not that good. He's not this. He's not that. The guy's getting you 15 goals, 15 assists, but he's not doing enough because he doesn't score every game. But then they, get, they talk about a guy like uh, De Bruyne, who's got like six goals, but he's like lighting the world on fire for some reason. But again, it's all perspective. These guys like their favorites, have their favorites, and if you're not your, their favorite, forget it. Uh, then up top, Ronaldo. Ronaldo is basically the greatest goal scorer that's ever been in soccer, and they're not 
feeding them the ball. They're making him drop back. They're making him go get it. Why not have the balls getting swung into him and let him do what he can do? But instead, you're having him stand around being useless, and you're wasting the talent of the greatest goal scorer there's ever been. So I think that's a few huge issues with this team. They don't go to their strengths. Their strengths, you have Ronaldo, you have Bruno, strengths. Go to those guys. You want to play it where you want those guys that are the workers, tell them, win the ball, get it to the guys that are, that are the skill. Give it to Sancho, give it to Bruno, give it to Ronaldo, give it to Cavani. That's how you want to do it. Other than that, like, they're just kind of like, they're trying to play in a way where I can't even figure out what they're trying to do. You know, so you got these guys in the team who sometimes or most of the time think that they're better. Like, I think these guys like a, like a, like a Rashford feels that they should be put up into that class of 92. Those guys were so skilled, but in the same breath, they would fight. They would win. If they, if they, had, to, if they had to fight in the game, they'd fight. If they had to be the more skilled team, they would be the more skilled team. A guy, the guys right now, a lot of these guys in the team, there's no fight. They don't have that intimidation. You should be have already won the game while you're in the tunnel. These guys are going in there shaking hands, being friendly. They want to be on Instagram. They want to be on, like, uh, TikTok. They, they, you know, it's all about, like, look at me, look at me. But then there's no fight. David Beckham possibly is the most iconic person when it comes to soccer that there has been in, like, at, at least recent times, that... He may have been known by everybody, but that guy worked harder than anybody. He would go in and win games. These guys want to be David Beckham, but they don't want to play in the same mindset as David Beckham. They just think that, oh, like he was just here and he would do this and he would do that. And like, look, oh, he got all the endorsements and everything like that. And that's how it is. Well, that's not how it is. And it shows because right now United is lost. United isn't going right. They're not going left. They're just kind of like, you know what I consider them? They're like a huge, gigantic ship just floating in the middle of the ocean, not knowing which direction the port is. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're this gigantic thing, but there's no direction. They just have constantly different managers the owners are kind of just like wandering around like aimlessly. They're like, oh, yeah, let's get the next sponsorship. Uh, what are we going to get, a tractor? What are we going to get? Uh, uh, how about like uh, the next sink for your kitchen, uh, the official sink of Manchester United? And there's no direction. You have a few guys, core players that should be there. The rest, you could, I, I wouldn't, you know, if they went out on loan, you know, whatever, like you got to give, you got you to gotta get the guys in there that you, that, that you think are going to be good. Like, I would say definitely, like, I keep harping on Bellingham. Bellingham, definitely. The new guy that's come in a lot, Alanga, he's another one. He looks like he wants a fight. He, you need that, especially right now. Because right now, the fear factor of United is gone. You don't, that, they, the teams coming in don't fear them anymore. These smaller teams that even in the relegation go in going like, we're going to beat them. Before, it was like, how are we going to beat them? I don't even know if we can beat them. But now it's like, oh, we can beat them. They need to 
fight these guys. They need to turn it again into that, like, the anger and, like, the, you know, you want to, you, there's no way these teams are going are gonna to beat us. And a couple of the guys have that. The rest of them, you know, you would never see guys in the class of 92 or a guy like Roy Keane, Yap Stam, Peter Schmeichel, Mark Hughes, Paul Lins. I could keep going. These guys would just continuously fight. They wouldn't want to lose. Now, if you lose, if they lose, ah, you know, it's all right. No big deal. You know, there's the next game, but, you know, we're still united. Look, we got the best gear, you know, Adidas. We're, look at Old Trafford. Look at our cars. Look at this. It, 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 it has to change because if it doesn't change, I, I, I think this is going to go on for years. How long did Liverpool not win a league? 30 years? Let's hope it's not that long. But if it keeps going on the way it is, I could see it continuously going this direction. So in, in finishing up, right now, I would basically say my core players that I would love to keep, and that would be it, would basically be Ronaldo, Bruno, uh, De Gea, Varane, Ilanga, Sancho, basically the core players. The rest, give or take one or two, you know, you could, you, could, you, could, you could interchange these guys with tons of different players, you know. So hopefully, uh, you know, this, this, this little talk right here can, like, um, show people what I'm thinking and, uh, you know, get into, uh, get into my stories and into what I'm talking about. And, like, you guys will come back and uh, hear the next story because I think the next, one, the next ones will get, you know, even better. We'll be going over a bunch of different things. You know, we'll also have some guests coming in, different people, like whether it's like youth soccer or, you know, uh, higher up college pro, just to just to talk about what's going on, you know, and then uh, we'll keep keep it going, guys. Hope everybody had a great time. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you soon.